everybody. Welcome back. This is Things Christians Want to Know with Paul Anderson. Good evening. Evening, morning. Yeah. Midday. <laughs> we don't judge when you wanna when you wanna partake of the podcast. Uh, and this is Nate Johnstone. Uh, and we've been talking about something I think things Christians want to know. This is something Christians want to know, and that's anger. How do we respond when we get angry? How do we deal with our anger in such a way that we do not sin? And because we were all so good at it, we really have a lot. Yes, we are sharing from our... It's actually challenging for us to share because we've never gotten angry. And so this is all theoretical for us. (laughs) Um, But it's based on, you know, research. (laughs) Uh, We have good sources uh, that we'll quote for you later. But no, I, as I shared, you know, I've... I didn't struggle with it a lot as a kid, other than normal kid stuff. Obviously, my brother annoyed mm-hmm. me and, you know, whatever. Um, but then all of a sudden, I was angry all the time. And it, it just affected my life so much in a negative way. And God mentored me through it. He helped. He saved me mm-hmm. from a pit yes. um, for which I've always been grateful. And so I've, I've, walked, I've walked down this road of how not to respond to anger, <laughs> which for me was first deny it then repress it um and that led to just as you said it would bitterness and resentment and the anger did not go away it compounded to the point where Mm. now everything my wife would say i would start getting angry ahead of time like (laughs) presumptively assuming she was going to say something that was going to make me mad which is obviously at that point i started recognizing this is not a healthy way to live my life this is affecting my marriage clearly this is not this is not good but i didn't know how to get out of it preemptive anger preemptive anger seemed like a wise decision somewhere in the back of my uh unsanctified subconscious mind but i didn't know how to get out of it i didn't know i didn't know what to do i'd never struggled with anger so i had no tools in my toolbox you know um so this podcast that we've done this little series now would have really helped me yeah and so i hope there are some people out there that this can help you because this this issue affects all of us yes. every single day. And, and yes. we've talked about how, you know, here in the Midwest, in our culture, we tend to be taught or at least taught unofficially that anger is a sin. It's wrong. Don't, don't be angry ever. And so we therefore don't admit when we're angry. We call it something else or we suppress it and that, or repress it. And that's not good at all. It's that's and what I'm I a did. Scandinavian, not an Italian. Italian, they'll at least express it. Yes, they're they're very expressive. It's actually quite humorous. When we were in Italy, it was it was so different, <laughs> so different. It's amazing. It's kind of fun, but um, hopefully there are some people out there that can learn how to deal with this anger in a godly way before they get to the point that I had to get to mm-hmm. of utter helplessness and desperation (laughs) before the Lord. Um, And so we've talked about that repression is not the proper response. Mm -hmm. Be angry and do not sin. Repression doesn't deal with that properly. Um, And it'll lead to physical issues, mental health issues, spiritual issues, relational issues, everything. Because eventually you got to blow your top (laughs) if you just keep pushing it down. Expression doesn't really deal with it either. Not not in an unhealthy way, at least. Um, mm-hmm. Punching your pillow when you're angry, as it turns out, doesn't actually help. 
Surprisingly, it for does, a lot of people. Surprisingly, yeah. It, it, it might help the immediate pressure mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're venting the pressure. Mm-hmm. The pressure is building and a punch a pillow vents it, but you're training yourself to respond to anger with aggression. Yes. And how is that helpful? And you're me? not harnessing the anger. Right. You're letting it out. You're not harnessing it. Like self-control means you need to learn to control your anger. Yes. Not learn to shoot it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's the difficulty. I, I like the surfing analogy. I've never surfed. Uh, you grew up in California, so you know more about surfing than I do. But I've experienced anger-like waves. And some waves are huge and some are more manageable. But you need to learn how to ride those waves mm-hmm. or they will crash you. Or throw you into somebody else, <laughs> which is not a good thing either. So you talked about confession being the way to really deal with it in a healthy way. Do you want to give us a, just a quick sure. nutshell yeah. of the healthy way to respond? If we can be deliberate when we begin to feel the emotion rising within us, if we can put that on the slow burner so that we are slow to speak, it's more likely that we will be also slow to anger. That's comes from James 1, where he says, let everyone, be, let everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Because anger is going to, first of all, probably express itself through our tongue. And so if we can slow down and share it with God before we share it with people, mm-hmm. talk to God about it, commune like it says in Psalm 4, Commune with your own heart on your bed. And listen to this. Be silent. Well, that's a new way of dealing with anger. I mean, we don't let it out. Well, yes, we do in confession, in talking to God about it. And Nate, I've really been impressed with the way that you have learned to talk to God about your anger. I'd like to do that more to, when, you, when you feel things coming, that you give it to the Lord. So that way of of confessing. Sometimes it is acknowledging that it's sin. Mm-hmm. Sometimes confess it doesn't necessarily mean that we're confessing sin, but sometimes we need to say, I was wrong in the yeah. way I reacted to my yep. wife. And I'm sorry about that. Please forgive me. Honey, forgive me. I shouldn't have said what I said. So confession, either by way of just talking to God about it or confessing to God, and is for a me, really some, good way. I agree. Um, and for me, sometimes it's been, you know, my, res- my, the fact that I got angry may not have been wrong, but God, I confess what I would like to do now. Because mm-hmm. what I would like to do now mm-hmm. is I know wrong. Yes. And I confess that I le- want to <laughs> do it. <laughs> I, in fact, I've written a whole speech in my mind about mm-hmm. what I'd really love to say to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that God called me on eventually is I, w- I would I would try to be confessing, but I'd actually be fuming and fantasizing. Mm-hmm. Fantasizing. I, God showed me that this was not a good thing for me to do. I would fantasize about confronting this person and really telling them off mm. um, in, a, in a way that was not uh, yes. godly, right? Um, and God was like, I, this is not healthy. You know, you're, you're giving in, you're giving into the anger. You're, you're not externalizing it, but you're internalizing it and you're giving 
a space in your own heart for that aggression and you're feeding something in you that isn't worthy of being fed. You're feeding a desire to attack. Mm. Verbally, not physically, but still. You're feeding a desire to attack. Do not do this, Nate. You don't want that to get stronger. And if you keep feeding it, it will keep getting stronger. And so I I learned that I needed to have to start confessing to God my desires Mm -hmm. to respond. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, it's it's helped. It's helped me a lot. I I have to put myself in timeout sometimes. And I'll do that. I'll tell Sarah, I need a few minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm about to blow up at the kids or I've let it go too far and I'm, I can tell. So I need to give me five minutes. I'll go and pray for five minutes, sometimes ten. Um, we ha- didn't have timeouts when I was a kid. Mm. But now as I see the value of timeouts, I think adults need them as much as kids. Do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think to me, and I, I've really been studying self-control lately. And I think a big part of self-control is learning to put yourself in timeouts. Admitting the fact that I, I need to remove myself from this situation and get right so yeah. that I can enter back into the situation and be a blessing and not yeah. a detriment. <laughs> and I found that I often am not able to do that on my own and I need to go power up. <laughs> yeah, good. So confession is the path. Bringing our anger to the Lord is the, is the path for learning how to be angry and yet not sin. And acknowledging it rather than saying something stupid like you made me angry Mm -hmm. because in saying that you are accusing that person of giving you the anger which that's not valid we have to be responsible for our responses and so we have to own our anger if it's there we say i'm angry and it may be justified or not justified but if we then stop and confess it talk to god about it that's a, a good way. Then Paul, in this Ephesians 4 passage in verse 26, where he says, Be angry, do not sin, do not let the sun go down in your anger. And then he adds this last phrase, And give no opportunity to the devil. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, He's saying something really important. Destructive emotions need to be dealt with. Although removing them can be painful, even as the removal of a tumor from the body is both essential and painful. When my car overheated, as I told you Mm -hmm. last week, on the way to the desert, I thought I could make it over the top of the hill and coast down. Paying $488 for blown head gaskets taught me a different lesson. (laughs) Damage to a piece of metal is one thing. Damage to people proves more costly. Anger is not properly discharged. That is not properly discharged leads to hostility. While anger is an emotional response, hostility is an ongoing attitude, one that endangers those who hold it as well as its object. Anger is enemy. (laughs) Anger is energy. Sorry about that. It is a fire that burns within us. When we say that really burns me, we're closer to the Mm -hmm. truth than we might realize. A bee that stings someone lives only about 30 minutes. Otherwise, it lives for six months. Hostility takes its toll on us, too. 
we pay a high price for bitterness. Even justified anger can still ruin the engine. So scripture urges us not to let the sun go down on our anger. A pastor friend compares it to manna. God told the children of Israel to collect enough manna for each day. What was left overnight turns sour. Anger unattended turns rotten and becomes the devil's opportunity to poison us. Let me try something. If you're listening, clench your fist right now for a moment. Okay, Nate, you're doing it. You are modeling the posture of bitter people. And even if the fist is not clenched, the heart is. It blocks our ability to receive from God or to give to people. That's why James wrote, let every man be quick to hear, listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. And he continues, therefore, put away all filthiness and rank growth of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Bitter people need healing of the cancerous growths within them so they can receive God's word and live as whole people. Anger is a response, not a root problem. It is the result of... This is important. It is the result of hurt, like physical or emotional, frustration, or maybe fear. We need to get at the root cause of our anger and bring it to God for his healing. It may take days, weeks, even months. If a situation that should evoke a reaction of three gets a ten, it's a clear indicator of hidden anger. Mm-hmm. So, I'd like to conclude by just suggesting some steps in dealing with anger. Good. First of all, acknowledge it. This helps to diffuse its intensity so that the emotions can be expressed in more controlled ways. When someone makes you irritable, you can say inside, this is making me mad. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really helpful and powerful, at least for me. When I realize or admit to myself, I'm getting angry, now I put into practice the things that I have learned from the Lord. I put up my guard, I restrain myself, all that kind of stuff. If I'm refusing to admit that I'm angry, then those things aren't happening. Sure. So my likelihood of responding wrongly is much higher. Yeah. So I think this is, it is a huge, with most things, the first step is the most important, right? Mm. But I think this is just so huge. And it's so hard for us, especially in the Midwest, to admit we are angry. Yes. We're just, it's the truth. We're angry right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we're insanely enraged right now. We're not turning into the Hulk right now. We're just, but yeah, we're, I'm upset. Mm-hmm. And just admit it. And if you can say that, you just diffuse some of its power to overtake When you. we bring things into the light, yeah. that helps make sure the devil won't have an opportunity to use it. Yes. Just yes. like that verse says. Yes. And that's what we're saying in this, in this last point, that the devil will use those emotions when they're gone to seed and they become bitterness. Mm-hmm. He, he is controlling more than we realize. So first then is to acknowledge it then, 
Give your anger to God. And Nate, you've said it several times in these last few weeks. It's wonderful that you're, you've learned how to pray it. Peter said, cast all your anxieties upon him. Mm-hmm. Anger uh, is, is like anxiety. It's, it's an emotion that's stirring within us, and we throw it up to God. Here, God, here's my anger. I'm angry at this person. I'm angry at my spouse. I know I shouldn't be there. It was a piddly little thing, but I give it to you, God. Third, confess where anger has turned to sin, because it doesn't always. Acknowledge where, where you brood over the inconsistencies of others. Hmm. Number four, forgive those you are hostile with. I said a couple weeks ago that anger is an emotion, but hostility is an attitude. Yeah, it's it's transferred over, so that we're thinking about it a lot. Hostility. We've is given there. a place. Yeah, we've given opportunity to the devil at that point. Yes, and that may take more than just prayer. It may take actually deliverance. Yes. God wants to free you from the tyranny of resentment. The same Lord who said on the cross, Father, forgive them, is available to help you with this process. It's sometimes a difficult process. And so I would say that sometimes it may be necessary for you to separate from a person who is causing you this kind of anger, if it's possible. Mm-hmm. Some cases, a child with an overbearing parent can't separate physically, but right. maybe just separate, go to your room somehow so that you don't hear the tirade. And then finally, learn to listen. The normal way we express our anger is through the mouth. Yeah. So being slow to speak helps us harness a habit of anger. Like we've said in Proverbs ten nineteen, he who restrains his lips is prudent. And I loved your testimony from last week, and ultimately, that's our hope. The, the works of the flesh include anger, but the work of the Spirit is patience and self-control. And so we're going to trust the Holy Spirit to work these things within us and to help us to harness our anger and to keep it under control so that we can say, I, God has given me self-control. And as it turns out, God the Holy Spirit is actually really good at doing that. He knows how. It's a fruit of the Spirit. Yes. And so it turns out the Holy Spirit is actually excellent at helping that to grow. He's done it but for many it years. it requires our humility to get on our knees and say, I need your help, God. Yes. To learn to bridle my anger. I think that's a, such a great image there. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn to, to harness it mm-hmm. so, that you, so that you gain the ability to pull the reins mm-hmm. on yourself, mm-hmm. on your own emotions, on your own heart. And if you learn it in regards to anger, you will also be better in other areas. If you learn it in regards to anger, it'll be easier for you to do it in regards to lust Mm -hmm. or to do it in regards to envy Mm -hmm. because you've learned self-control because the fruit is self-control, which is a a broad fruit. Mm 
And so if you strengthen self-control, even if you're targeting one area like anger, it's still strengthened in other areas. And so it's, it's wonderful how the Holy Spirit works. And he is so yes. much more willing to help us than we think. And I think it's a, maybe an American thing that so often in our spirituality, we try to do things on our own. Mm-hmm. Americans are so independent, right? Yeah. And so we try to do our spiritual life on our own, and it was never supposed to be done on our own. It was always supposed to be done hand in hand with Jesus. We are yoked to Jesus. Yes. We're not supposed to do this by ourselves. We, as it turns out, cannot succeed. It's impossible. At the Christian life. Mm-hmm. We can't even have a decent life by ourselves, in my opinion. But with the Holy Spirit, yielding to that yoke, yielding to the God, the Holy Spirit, we can learn self-control. He's so much more willing to teach us and lead us than we give him credit for. And so I I just want to encourage everybody to just humble yourself (laughs) before the Lord and learn to lean on him. And he is going to help you in this. Paul, could you, could you pray for us? I'm Um, so thankful that we have talked about this. I just, really feel grateful because I believe this is a wonderful lesson that we're able to help people with. Father, now would you help them? Even uh, as they're listening, they're looking to you and saying, help me deal with my anger. We are trusting you to work that in us, Father, as we rely on your Holy Spirit who lives within our bodies. Our bodies are temples. Go ahead and do your work. Our trust is in you. And we pray it in the name and the authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. That is it for this episode of Things Christians Want to Know. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to questions at tcwkcast.com. We publish every Thursday, so tell your friends and please rate us on iTunes. That's really helpful for us. Additional information, including links to Nate's blog, Paul's blog, etc., can be found on tcwkcast.com. God bless.